0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of downtown to downside episode 233 and today we are here with josh from breaker stereo in oxnard california
1: that's right Hi, josh <laughs> what's up bro how are you i'm good man how are you hey
0: thanks for coming man of
1: course thanks for having me
0: Dude, it's always good to see you bro yeah you uh sure. you don't age dude no. what's going on with that
1: <laughs> that filipino blood so. <laughs> is that is that what it is dude? it's that brown blood man oh my god you look the same
0: as the day i met you bro <laughs> so do you though
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you dude and we've known each other for a long time
0: do you remember the first time that we that we met like our first interaction
1: i i know it was at the shop uh-huh and you were working there It was that the first time we met or did, you, did we met before that
0: i think it was when i first started working there yeah. um I was about 18, so you're probably talking maybe 2003 or something like that. Yeah. Um, I remember you had that white blazer. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: I had a white Denali. Denali, X no, not an XL, just regular Denali. I had a blazer, but it, it was a black blazer.
0: Maybe that one, but it, you, you sold me a JL Audio 501 amp.
1: It was a, okay, that's it what was I a blazer remember. and it was black because okay
0: got you I had, you, I had you, two of those you. in there <laughs> that's what I remember dude but dude that was so long ago man
1: yeah almost 20 years huh
0: so at that at that time what was your position at breakers
1: I was a this a salesman slash sales manager at that particular time okay
0: mm-hmm. so at what time did or when did you start working for the company
1: oh wow um I was a junior in high school believe it or not so 1992 oh my gosh <laughs> dude yeah man
0: so it's in your blood bro
1: yeah yeah That's I've been there for uh well i don't know how many years that is now do the calculations but yeah. i started when i was 15.
0: oh my gosh i've
1: literally only had two jobs in my lifetime i worked for murray murray calendars for uh-huh. like two weeks before they fired let me, me. let
0: me scoot that a little closer oh, okay cool here
1: so i worked for murray calendars for two weeks before they fired me
0: you were eating the pies or what
1: How'd you know? (laughs) 15-year-old kid, dude. Pies everywhere. (laughs) Let me tell you, man. Yeah, I was eating too much of the stuff that was there, so I decided it wasn't a good idea. Oh, my God. I was eating into their profits, literally. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And so I had a friend um, by the name of Tyrone, and he worked um, at Breaker Stereo. And I... Had known about Breakers for, you know, since I was 10 years old. And Mm. I was really into car audio even back then because my cousin who lived in Oakland had a car stereo system in his car. And Mm. when I first heard his car, I was hooked. Mm. I was like, you can listen to music this way? (laughs) Because I was used to listening to music in my mom's nineteen seventy five. Ford station wagon with oh like wow one center speaker that's,
0: that's what I was gonna say those those weird style ones where it's yeah. like 13 by two and it's yeah. like what yeah. why did they design
1: this I have, like that no idea <laughs> and so he had a pair of six by nines that he cut into in the rear deck of his like whatever year it was my 80s Corolla okay and he had a uh, a Beckert radio which is there weren't really a lot of aftermarket radios at that point, um, now that I'm you know, am in the business. Mm-hmm. It was a radio that was out of a Mercedes-Benz. That's all I remember. Is my, my cousin said, this is a, I look at this radio. I just got it. It came out of a Mercedes, and I hooked up these two Pioneer 6x9s to it, and it sounded incredible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. And from that point, I was totally hooked. I had a, a cousin that was dating a guy that worked at Breaker Stereo. And these were, this was back in the day when you had the mini trucks. You remember mm-hmm. the mini trucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hydraulics and all that crazy stuff. Well, he had in the bed of his uh, Mazda pickup four 15-inch woofers. Mm. And I heard that, and I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> And so and he worked there, and i known about them for a long time, and I actually thought about working there for the longest, and my friend Tyrone ended up working there, and uh, it's a funny story, and we love to tell it, uh, so me and Tyrone, we, we we're the best of friends um, growing up, and he worked there, and he had to go to a uh, summer league uh, basketball tournament, Okay. Um, that where he was not going to be able to work there for like a month and a half. So <clears throat> they told him, Hey, you got to get someone to fill your position. It was just a part-time position, 15 hours a week or whatever, maybe. And so he came to me, he's like, Hey, you want a job for a, you know a little, <clears throat> little bit? And I was like, heck yeah. So I started working there. And then literally the day that Tyrone was coming back to work, <clears throat> I told my boss, Hey, so Tyrone's coming back, and I guess I'll, you know, see you. if you ever need me for anything, I guess give me a call. We have my number. And she goes, oh, well, Tyrone's not coming back. And I said, what, why? And she goes, well, I decided that you're a better fit. And I said, no, but he's my best friend. <laughs> I can't take his job. Are you kidding me? So she put me in a, in a tight position. And uh, I said, well, I can't do that. Yeah. I just can't do that because, you know, it's not okay. Yeah, for sure. And he goes, she goes, okay, well, it's up to you, but I'm not hiring Tyrone back. So I'm going to look for somebody else. Mm. So it doesn't matter if you take the job or not. I'm going to get somebody else. And I said, well, <laughs> if that's the case, <laughs> <laughs> then I guess I'll be here tomorrow. Oh, wow. And I had to break it to him. I had you to, had to? I had oh, to break my gosh. it to him. Yeah. So I went to him. Um, I don't think I had to, but I felt obligated to. For sure. Obviously, right. So I said, Hey man, Diane said that you're not gonna come back to Breakers. And he's like, What? And I was like, Yeah. And I told him the story. And he said, All right, not a big deal. So was a real, you know, easygoing guy. Mm-hmm. And he ended up working with us again like two or three times after that so basically that was my uh, start at breaker stereo dude that's a very
0: (laughs) mature combos to be having at 15. yeah
1: right for sure yeah Yeah. i thought he handled it well i thought it would go worse i thought that possibly it may be the end of our friendship oh it could have very well been (laughs) i've lost so many friendships for smaller things
0: i've probably lost friendships for fries before dude
1: (laughs) for fries for fries
0: (laughs) dude not electronics, actual Joe fries.
1: <laughs> like, you ate my fries, bro. So
0: I'm not your... Get out of the car. I'm never talking to you again, dude. I was very disposable with friends in the back in the <laughs> day, which is... Uh, Apparently. <laughs> but, uh, dude, so at 10 years old, you hear the system yeah. and you get hooked. Yeah. What was your relationship like with music at that time?
1: Well, okay, so... I mean, at that time, I think we're all very impressionable, right? We like what's what's the latest. You know, I remember um, hip hop was definitely, you know, on my radar and mm-hmm. what I listened to. So at that time, at that particular time, I remember a lot of Run DMC. I remember a lot of Beastie Boys. I remember uh, NWA. So those are the groups I that I would listen to.
0: Got you. So. Did you
1: realize that you had a passion for music at an early age? I don't. Th- you know what? It's it's funny because you get you you as a as at that age you kind of find what you like and you just kind of naturally gravitate towards yeah towards it, and so you know you don't think about those things right, but you look back on it and you go yeah this was for me this was my turning point
0: yeah for sure you know what I mean yeah yeah um do you, now being in the industry do mm-hmm. you find that your customers have a passion for music; they 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 go hand in hand. Or what do you feel like the the real motivation is for people when they want to get you know uh, a stereo system?
1: I think yeah, I think that that's it for sure. You know because there's not a lot of environments where you can really enjoy music um, beyond let's say let's say you got a good set of beats headphones right that mm-hmm. you, you listen to when you go to the gym. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so those are only really like two scenarios that you can really listen to music good like in the gym on your headphones. But then still you're limited about, you know, you're limited on how much bass it's able to produce and how loud it gets and, and things of that nature. And then in your car, and everyone's in their car and they're commuting, whether they're going to the store, picking up their kids, whatever it may be, that's an environment in which you can enhance that music experience, right? So, yeah, of course, there's a, there's a correlation between the, you know, person that's passionate about music and the person, a person that, you know, is passionate about stereos. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So Born and Raised, where we're... Uh... Where are you from?
1: So I'm a Navy brat. My um, my dad was in the Navy for 20 years. I was born in uh, Great Lakes, Illinois.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: which is just right uh, outside of Chicago. Um, we moved around a lot when I was uh, very young. Moved to Iceland for a couple years. Iceland. Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh my god, that is crazy, <laughs> right? My mom said it was beautiful. According to the picture, I mean, the pictures that you know I'm in that she has in the family album. It's beautiful. I don't remember a thing. I was three years old when we left. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Then we moved to San Diego for um, a couple of years, and then we ended up moving here. My dad got stationed here at the uh, Navy base here in Port Wainimi. And then he just ended up retiring, and we stayed here.
0: Did you ever think about moving out of Oxnard?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, growing up, <clears throat> I think every everyone that grows up in this area... yeah goes, because of housing and you know how expensive things are, goes, where else can I move that's out of this area where houses don't cost so much, right? I mean, now they're like, i only bordering a million dollars for a right, house yeah. <laughs> in Ventura. It's like nuts.
0: So everybody just moves to Bakersfield.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they do, right? <laughs> or Vegas. Or
0: Oxnard number two. That's Bakersfield right. yeah, Oxnard it, number two. It pretty, it yeah, pretty or Vegas, too. you're right. Right, yeah, the vacation spot
1: of everybody. Exactly, <laughs> but even it's getting expensive there now too. Yeah, yeah. I thought about moving to um, Arizona, mm. among places. My buddy, um, when we were in our early twenties, he moved to Phoenix uh, then, and it. He had no connections there, and he's like, "I'm going to Phoenix because it's. I've been there. It's beautiful. Mm. You know, there's a lot of new things that are popping up. There's a lot of cool things for young people to do. So I'm going. Yeah. And I was like, okay, he left. I went to go visit him and I was impressed too. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Um, because the housing there was just so cheap. I mean, I kind of remember the housing being, I mean, this was 20 years ago, 25 yeah. years ago. Housing being at about a hundred, under a hundred thousand dollars. He bought a house for like $89,000. Oh my God. Four bedroom, fully like a brand new house. Mortgage is stupid ridiculous, like $600 dollars a month yeah right more than you pay rent at that time and i was like that makes sense but then i ended up buying a house here and had a pretty good deal and i just ended up staying and you know we're kind of creatures of habit so <laughs> i got comfortable um and i just continued to work at breakers and my my career was definitely progressing at that point so mm-hmm. i didn't feel a, a, a need to really leave because i had all my needs met and you know bought a house at a pretty young age and figured hey let's just stay here you guys are
0: doing it man breakers is a staple in the community it
1: has you know it started in 1976
0: man wow who's the the creator of the business
1: so uh bob graham gentleman by the name of bob graham who since retired about 12 years ago okay or so but he's uh, i still meet with him actually i had lunch with him uh about a month ago um you know he's in his uh i want to say he's early 70s now, but he's in great shape and he's got, a, you know, he's got a sharp mind and I pick his brain all the time and he's, he's really willing to sit down with me at times and I've got questions for him and he's been a really good, uh, mentor for me over mm. the, the last, you know, couple, couple years.
0: So when you, uh, when you stole, uh, your buddy's job, uh, <laughs> what yeah. were, man, you, have you to, did you it. you to put it that way? You, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what that. is, I is. just speak facts. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> So when your poor buddy went on vacation and you just poached his jaw, <laughs> what, what, what were some of the, some
1: of the tasks that you had starting off? Um, very remedial stuff, man. Taking the trash out, you know, um, dusting off the stereos. Yeah. Um, I, I did the. I did the shipping. So, you know, you had a defective product that would call in for return authorization and send it out. So very, very, you know, remedial stuff. And then uh, what happened is I graduated high school and I was going to college and you know what? I'm just doing my job and my my boss, Diane, she goes, hey, why don't you go out there and sell something? Mm. And I was like, okay. I love the product. You know, I was into it. I had a system in my car at that point. Um, And, you know, my first week out, I did like, $10,000 $10,000 in sales, which is, like, huge. I mean, the store would do 30000 I did a third of the sale. Oh, my God. Yeah, and she's like, you need to work here full-time. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, that's cool. Um, I, you know, I think at that point, I had some a few classes here and there, a few credits, just enough to get by, so my mom wouldn't kick me out. Right? Gotcha. Yeah. It's <laughs> like you can stay here, but you got to be in school. Yeah. So just enough to kind of get by, and I started working there, and I was making a decent amount of money, and I was able to move out when I was like twenty. And so, um, yeah, and then I just t- turned it into my full time gig. Did you always
0: find that you had sales skills, or did you develop them there at Breakers? You know
1: what? Um, it's funny you say that. I think. I think at that, at the time when you first start to sell at a, you know, a 20 year old, he has no idea, he has no concept of like the sales structure Mm -hmm. and, you know, the demonstration and the clothes and things of that nature. Um, and even at that time, wow, it was such a long time ago. Those things weren't really like, you know, materialized, meaning like you couldn't buy something and say, you couldn't buy a, a, there wasn't a book on sales. Gotcha. And now there's like so much material out there on how to be a better salesperson and things of that nature. So basically she just kind of you know she threw me in and because of my belief, because of the passion that i had for car stereo that shows through Mm -hmm. you know if i'm talking to you about doing something for your car and i'm excited about it because i love it Mm -hmm. i mean you're gonna get excited about it too yeah you know what i mean and it's just easy for you to go make the decision go yeah let's do it let's spend a couple thousand bucks on the car stereo yeah for Mm -hmm.
0: sure um I th- yeah I, I can I can agree with that as well as mm-hmm. far as you know w- with sales like if you're passionate about something it's mm-hmm. kind of like the cheat code you know? right <laughs> especially if it's <laughs> it something if you're into <laughs> it and maybe if you have hey, I have the same stereo. Right. in my it's so easy right. to sell it right you know? it is uh, but when I worked at breakers I didn't sell anything
1: yeah you installed, right? installed I didn't
0: install nothing dude I probably installed maybe like a couple RCAs or something like that, but it was, that was my, that was my first job. Was it really? Actually, no, it, it was my second job. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I worked as a janitor at the El Real school district. Did you really? So like while I was in, in school, I, I would work uh, during the week as a janitor. So I would get off school. I would go there and for like three, three hours I would work and I would have to clean like these six classrooms. Oh. And that was my job.
1: Oh wow! So that
0: was my money I would make to yeah. uh, you know buy a skateboard or something like that, <laughs> buy a new skateboard. And <laughs> I uh, thought
1: you were an installer, so remind me what your duties were then. Uh, well,
0: I was supposed to be, you know they they hired me to to be an installer, but mm-hmm. I really didn't have any knowledge.
1: Oh, um, okay.
0: Like I got hooked on car audio when I got my uh, I had a Camaro mm-hmm. and my dad put a stereo in for me and he kind of showed me how oh, to dude. do it mm-hmm. and then. Uh, of course, I was like, well, I got the stereo. I wanted to get new speakers. Right. So he showed me how to do that. Right. And then when I got my next car, my Chevelle, uh, he's like, all right, well, I showed you, so you got to do it. <laughs> so I did it. So then I go to break and I'm like, hey, I know how to I install. Did I, right. I did this. I'm yeah. like, um, I forget the guy's name. Steve? Steve? Or yeah. Jim. No, 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 no. Steve. Jonathan's dad. Steve. Okay, Steve. So yep. he he was the... Uh, Install manager. Right? Yeah, he was the mm-hmm. manager at the time. And uh, I mean, that was actually my first public job. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what to do. I was just like trying to stay busy, trying right. to clean up here <laughs> and there. But uh, yeah, it only really lasted for about a month. But in that month, it kind of it was, only, it that was seed. only a month. Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. For some yeah. reason, things
1: it, like it was longer than that.
0: Yeah, it was it was only about a month, and then I, I went and I actually worked around the block from here. It's called GW Surfaces. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I always talk. Do you know the business? So anybody that's from the yeah from mm-hmm. the area, they do countertops. Mm-hmm. So do like granite and mm-hmm. corian and things right. like that. Mm-hmm. So, dude, this was straight up a, a Flintstones job, dog. You get there first thing in the morning. You get your little coffee, and then you go to work. And you, at in. the time, yeah, I, I had like a, a mini disc player, dude, that had maybe a, a hundred songs on it, and oh, I would wow. just go through those. And I'm just standing. and then I would just listen to like the radio or something. I yeah. listen to like Dilemma of the Day or something like that, and then, and and then and <laughs> the, the the toucan, dude. Or, no way 9 a.m let's go to 15 minute break dude so this was my they fir- would blow the whistle bro it was like my first job that was structured and i always say like the flintstone because it was just like this is like the most barbaric kind of way of working, <laughs> working. and i was like no dude i am not doing this right. so right. then I, I i worked at uh it's called gaps in the in the navy base okay um and that's where all the uh the Hondas would come into, oh, so the cars would come the, stock, right? And then they would come with a paperwork that says this one needs wood grain, right? This one needs a stereo. Yeah, okay. So they so come the, in
1: from the uh, off the boat from the, from the boat. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: then I was installing stereos on there. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And it wasn't until I moved to uh, Nevada in mm-hmm. 2004, I moved to Carson City, Nevada. Oh, okay. And I worked at Best Buy there. Right. And that's kind of where I started my my car audio yeah. career. And, then, and then, you then you moved moved over back, here. and then I worked at the Best Buy uh, here. here from. Yeah. 2007 to 2012. Yeah, and, uh, yeah I think that's probably where where our paths crossed a lot more, more because you, we would do a lot of business together. together at that right.
1: Time. Exactly. Yeah. You were. You it, it seemed like you were in there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. your with your blue Best Buy shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just trying <laughs> to sneak away. i would be like, hey, uh, I gotta go get a kit. I'll yeah. be back in an hour. <laughs> Literally, like two minutes away. Yeah. But that that was one thing that that like I was always just so pigeonholed at Best Buy. That yeah. These are the brands that we carry mm-hmm. which is kind of on the lower like level nothing yeah. really that good it'll, yeah. it'll it'll get the job, job done. done
2: yeah
0: but I always admired what you guys had especially yeah. when I first started working there mm-hmm. like the the JL stuff yeah dude to this day that's still my
1: jam bro yeah yeah yeah, yeah. JL stuff is it's it's good we decided not to carry that brand because mm. it has gotten extremely Expensive. Really, they had a price increase last year, uh, between twenty five and fifty percent across the board. Oh my god! I mean, in in the industry and everything, it's it's gone up, right? Because material costs have gone up. Yeah, of course. Hyperinflation. You know, you have uh, the problems they have. You know, at the docks in Long Beach to get stuff in, they have to air freight stuff in now. They can't. They're not putting it on the boat Mm. because it it gets stuck out there, right? Um, But they have the highest rate increases. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, typical, you would see Memphis, uh, kicker 5%. Alpine 5%. But they went 25 to 50%. Man, it was crazy. It's crazy.
0: And on the uh, you don't have to get the percentages, but did they give you guys a a pretty good percentage? Or would other brands get better?
1: Well, it's about the same, but it makes it really expensive. So let's say for instance, you wanted a 12 inch, you know, w zero, which is Normally, a $150 speaker, close to 250 bucks. Wow. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's crazy how that, that went up. And we just, you know, we, did, we were pursuing them to be a, a dealer again because we, we thought oh, we, we took away from them because they're not as profitable as, to answer your question, yeah. They're not, some of the stuff is not as profitable as, let's say, our Memphis stuff, as if we buy deep enough with Alpine. Yeah. <clears throat> so we decided not to carry them. And then we're pursuing them to get them on board again. Um, and then once that happened, I was like, I don't want it. Mm, <laughs> There's a lot sure. of other brands out there that are just, you know, outstanding. JL has done a really good job branding. right? Yeah. 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 Tell me about
0: that, man, because I'm not, I'm not that much of an audiophile, you right. know, and I really like the way that they branded. Mm-hmm. I love their, their product that they right. had, but mm-hmm. was it really all that it was cracked out to, to be? be?
1: Um, the stuff is good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say that JL is, is not good mm-hmm. because it is. But there are brands that are out there that are better. Um, you know, you have Otis and you have Hertz. Those are uh, European brands. There's an up-and-coming brand called Blam. Um, there's another brand called Helix. And all these companies are actually out of Europe. So there's a lot of European brands that are starting to emerge here. They've always been in Europe, popular in Europe. But now they're starting to emerge here in the, in the States. Mm-hmm. And so um, a lot of the stuff that, you know, that they make, I mean, they have stuff that's unbelievable, I think Blime has a a set of speakers, um, $5,000 for a set of speakers. Oh, wow. But the most unbelievable thing you've ever heard in your life. They have a a tweeter that I heard in one of my guys, one of my sales guys. He put a set of tweeters in his car. $800 set of tweeters. Just the tweeters by themselves. Oh, wow. And I was like, how can you, how is this so much money? I mean, I'm an industry guy, and I go, I couldn't justify spending $800 on a set of tweeters. If you're not in a car audio guy, a, t- a set of tweeters could cost you, you know, most guys spend a hundred bucks mm-hmm. if you really want to get, you know, fancy, maybe 200 bucks, but $800. I listened to these things, Frank, and I, it was like literally music to my ears. I was like, this is incredible. Like mm. the way that it sounded, it was warm. I My hearing is obviously not as good as it used to be. Yeah, And my ears are pretty sensitive now. So I can't take super high frequencies for a long period of time. Um, so and that's mainly because you know when you come into my shop and you spend a decent amount of money i'll spend a good amount of time tuning your system Mm. so it's not about just installing it and then you know turning the dials a couple times and then making going okay it's good no i mean i'll go in there i'll sit there's some times i spend hours in there and Mm. they're like bro you got to get out of there we need you somewhere else so i'll go through different music uh, whatever genre. So if I if I ask you, Frank, what type of music you listen to? Oh, I listen to hip-hop. I listen to, you know, sometimes I'll do some reggae. Okay, cool. So then I'll go and I'll jump on and I'll tune it according to those, you know, genres. Mm-hmm. And so, um, where was I going with this? Oh, the tweeters. <laughs> the tweeters, yeah. <laughs> so I'm listening to these tweeters and um, they are just, again, the most amazing thing that I've ever heard in my life. And these things are... You know, they're very expensive, but worth it. And I could justify, mm. I could justify spending $800 on a, set of, on a set of tweeters. For sure. Yeah. No doubt. Um, but yeah, those are things that, you know, JL Audio and some of these other American companies, and I'll just name a few. It's yeah. not a big deal, right? You know, Fosgate, the names you heard of, Fosgate, yeah. even brands we carry, Kicker. They're just, you know, household name brands, right? Everyone has heard of that, those brands, or at least semi-heard of those brands. Mm-hmm. But they're not as focused as research on research and development as some of these European companies. Mm, got so, you. So that's why I think that you know, jail is not the brand. Not that it's not the brand it used to be. It's just that other companies have elevated their game. Got you. Got and they're you, not got elevating you. their game to that level. Got you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, when I was into uh, car audio. Um... I said JL was was my thing, dude. Mm-hmm. At one time in the Chevelle, I had two thousand ones, two thirteen and a half dub sevens. Oh my god! Um, a four fifty four. What did I have um, in the back? I had six and a half components and yeah. six by nines VR and ZR. Yeah. And then in the front, I had um, I think it was like XR, XR six R- and okay. a halves, and dude. It sounded amazing. I'm sure it did. But (laughs) thinking about it now, I could have probably cut that price in half Mm -hmm. if I would have went like with some RE or something like that. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. maybe would have even had a louder system System. than I did.
1: Yeah, and there's a a lot of those um, companies that focus on like big bass. Mm -hmm. They those companies come out of of America, Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, they you can get a a, you know RE is a good brand. DD is a good brand. Sound Digital is a good brand. Um, Isn't there like Sun something? Sundown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sundown's a great brand. And you get a lot for your money. So, like you're saying a 13W7, do you have any idea what that costs nowadays? Uh,
0: let me guess. Go for it. 11
1: Like $1,500. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> no shit. For one. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what kind of woofer you can get? Well, I don't even think Sundown has a woofer at $1,500. But... A woofer that's similar in sun, in sundown, you know, you're gonna spend five six hundred dollars. Yeah, like, I've like, even like, seen they have like eights that mm-hmm. are like, yeah, huge. that's huge. That's the new thing, man. Like, mm-hmm. the, they do these eights that are massive. The woofers are literally as big as the the cone. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you go, How am I gonna get this in the box? The, the woofers, the diameter of the uh magnet is bigger than the woofer itself. <laughs> yeah, but they make those woofers, they design those woofers. To put out tons of bass. And it's a cool thing. We did a, a video on it. Um, Memphis has a line called the Mini Mojo. Mojo is their higher end line. And they, did, they do these Mini Mojos. And we did a video where we took... It's a single 8-inch Mojo in a ported box. Okay. And I think the retail was around 350 bucks, And we took a kicker 12-inch in a ported box. And the 8-inch was louder than the 12 mm. and and the price point is right about the same within a few a few bucks yeah it wasn't mm-hmm. like a huge difference but it's impressive to go that's an eight you get in someone's car and they're like oh man this is good what's in there and you go a single eight and yeah. they go no way ah. <laughs> you pop it up and you go wow that's coming out of an eight that's impressive right yeah yeah so it's pretty dope what they've been doing and that's kind of been a hot category that that you know super
0: built eight inch woofer so even though it's a it's a small woofer you're still going to need a big enclosure though right
1: yeah well yeah so like to kind of compare um the the example that i just i gave that 12 inch box was uh, a a little bit bigger but not by much Mm -hmm. you know you still need a lot of airspace in order for those things to work well so you can't put them in a small sealed enclosure and have it go away. it has to be a bigger bigger board for sure got you
0: so um talking about jl and their branding um you guys do great branding as well man. thanks man i think I just, you guys do too thank you that,
1: that, <laughs> i've been always impressed with you your, i mean i jump on your instagram um and i'm like man he's, he's doing good and you know i see your you. your your followers are you know increasing and like, you, you got a great brand and people i think can relate to it um and it's you know it's a it's a niche that you've really done a really good job with and you found you know we had a little interview earlier and i was talking to you about how it started and you're like i I needed something i found it you know i need just like any great entrepreneur i needed something there wasn't really a need that was available to everybody so i had to go around these these hoops to to get it and then once i found it people were asking me how i got it and i figured out how to get it and then create my own yeah Mm -hmm. for
0: sure i feel like that's the best way to start a business Mm -hmm. if you fix a, a problem right you know and at that time people didn't even know it was a problem Right. <laughs> and I'm sure that you yeah. run into that every once in a while. You right. know, somebody comes in and they say, hey, in my camera, I, I blew a speaker. Mm-hmm. Can we switch it out? Yeah. And then, you know, you kind of just understand what they're looking for. And mm-hmm. like, hey. You don't even know that you need this. this. <laughs> come, come come, check this out. Come listen to this. Yeah. So um, I see that Breakers, you guys are, like I said, we're really good with marketing on social media and YouTube and things like that. When did you guys start implementing um, using new technology uh, like social media?
1: Oh, okay. Great question. So, um, you know, for many, many years... We were on the radio and we don't run the we run some radio ads, but not as many as we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but people would they would know us from our radio ads. Yeah. And so I just continued to kind of run that. And then I would do um, flyers, you know, put flyers on people's cars. I would mail out, you know, to, so this very basic forms, of mm. um, you know, advertising, just kind of what I knew. <clears throat> and then you, you start to realize, hey, man, this stuff's not really working anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're spending all this money. All this effort and it's just not like padding out.
0: Did you realize or do you remember when things started to to taper down as far as like the old way of marketing versus the new way of
1: marketing? Yeah. You know what? I want to say like I want to say like mid 2000s. Okay, Yeah. So mid 2000s, I think you only had Facebook at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe there was Instagram, but it wasn't as big. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what we did was um, we, you know. We put up a page and then um, a couple of pictures, a couple of posts, very, very basic stuff. Wasn't a whole lot back then. I think I hired someone to do some stuff and it was expensive back then to get mm. stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> I just like create this ad for me. Okay, 250 bucks. What? Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, I said, um, you know, he did a couple and I already knew how to use Photoshop mm. um, because my mentor, Bob, that's, he would do he would always be on photoshop and kind of and i would peek back there i'm like how are you doing this and he was like showing me how to do it and i'm like oh wow this is great so i learned how to use it um through him and then through myself and of course through tutorials on youtube and i started to um you know create you know little ads and stuff on facebook and that got really responsive and then one day um there was a guy that worked for us uh, by the name of matt he came in and he had this little like camera thing right and this was before the cameras on your phone were really good okay and he was like, "We're gonna make YouTube videos," and I'm like, "Okay, um, let's do it." And I wasn't really into it. And he did a couple, mm-hmm. and uh, we're getting phone calls from like people across the country, and they're like, "Hey, I saw your video on YouTube." And at that point, <clears throat> um, we would get like flooded with calls because mm-hmm. this is very early stages of YouTube, and I wish that we would have taken this uh, this approach uh, yeah, earlier because sure. we have a YouTube channel now. That we're building um, but if we started it back in 2005 it would have been (laughs) who knows right but we 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 kind of made the mistake and i kind of thought it was annoying because people would call and ask questions and my sales guys would be like that's another youtube call and the guy would sit on the phone with him for five ten fifteen minutes asking him questions with no intention to buy Mm. from us because we didn't have a we didn't have a way to to sell anybody anything yeah because it was just we had a website and the website was like this is what we do. This is where we're located. Here's Give that. us a I have call. To come through. Yeah, exactly. Actually. Come through no way to purchase anything. Um, and so we actually tapered down on the, the YouTube and I took a, I took a few, uh, videos off that would create a lot of calls Oh. <laughs> because the guys would get bogged down. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, um, that was our first start with youtube and then you know it marinated in my mind and i'm like we should probably be online yeah you know what i mean um and it really it really took me a while to to get around to that notion whereas hey we all shop online because if i told you hey frank um if you want to buy something really quick and you want it like tomorrow and you didn't have time to go to the store where would you get it and you would say
0: I've ordered things on the podcast while I'm talking. Exactly, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. People, are, people do that. So Amazon has really changed our way of um, buying things. And in the very near future, um, it's going to be where there's not going to be a lot of brick and mortar stores out there. Yeah. Like, really. Like, I was seriously, I have a newborn. Um, Congratulations, Thank man. you. Yeah, uh, two weeks old. That's right. Yeah. And my wife is consistently buying stuff. and She hasn't left the house. She left the once to go to a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, hey, where did the baby get this? Where did the baby get this? And she was like, oh, I just ordered it on Amazon. So she's not leaving the house and she's just buying stuff and, for the baby. Yeah. Right. So you don't have to go to the store anymore. You just pick up your phone and you order it. And I was like, there has to be, there's a way that we have to figure this out. For sure. Because if we don't figure this out, then we're going to be out of business here soon. Right. And this, I think there, there'll be a, there'll always be a business. I think a small business for installation because obviously people are not going to want to install their own stuff, especially you got a brand new car, you know, people like you um, that are busy with other things in Definitely, their life. Yeah. Like why would I spend a day of, of my life installing a stereo system in my car when I can pay somebody mm-hmm. to do it. Right. So I don't think that that'll ever go away, but people walk in with stuff and they're like, Hey, I need this installed. And you're like, well, why can't didn't buy it for me? And they go, well, I was home and I just saw it online. It was just easy to do it, and then I said, "All right, so we have to figure this thing out. I got to build a website out. I got to be able to sell stuff online, you know. um, I got to be able to drive traffic into to that website. But if if I can talk about this, because this may be a long conversation, (laughs) let's do it, bro. (laughs) Marketing online is tough, man. Mm. Let me tell you. Um, And you know what we found is we were able to create a YouTube channel that reviews products, right? Because a lot of times what happens, you want to buy something, it's kind of expensive. Yeah. It's a box at a store on the shelf maybe, or it's a picture on Amazon that you're looking at. But you want to maybe have the experience of, you know, a full demonstration. But you don't want to go into the store to get the demonstration from the salesperson. Yeah. Because you don't have time or, you know, you have a bad stigma around salespeople. Um, And you just want to sit on, you know, sit in your bed on your phone or maybe at your desk on your computer and, you know, do the research on your own, Mm -hmm. right? And so where do you go? YouTube. Yeah, for sure. Right? So you go on YouTube and then you go, okay, oh, oh, this guy did a review on this radio that I'm looking at. Let's check it out. And so um, we thought, okay, if we can bring kind of the same experience in our store, on our channel, we can get people you know, to our website. And that's kind of been our business model <clears throat> um, lately. And I hired a full time. Well, a semi full time um, video editor. Gotcha. Um, Sal. So, can we bring him in? Yeah. 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 Let's let's cool. go to bring him in. Uh, you can bring that chair in if you
0: want real quick. Sal. So jump in here. Yeah. I'd like to pick your brain, dude, because uh, one of my passions is uh, creating content. Yeah. And videos. Right. Um, Oh, you got, the, you got the little chair, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can swing this around, bro. Jump on here. So um, how did you get into creating content? For
3: Josh? Or just just,
0: just, just in, in general.
3: In high school. Um, started making videos on my phone with my friends and editing on the phone.
0: So how long ago was that when uh, you were in high school? 2016. Okay, 2016. Got it. 2016. Yeah, that's that's the thing about like your generation, bro, is that you're you're born into it. So to you, it's just like, oh yeah, you just make a video. But to like Josh and I, it's like, oh dude, you just did that yeah. on your phone. You know? Yeah. So uh what what kind of videos were you into at first?
3: Um we, like vlogging and stuff. Like okay. some of my friends and like my best friend, um his name is Broly We started a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And then once I got a co- into college, we, they gave us that FAFSA money. Uh huh. And I got a camera. I got like a Canon T6, okay. i, and a Mac.
0: Oh, nice. So that's kind of how I started. So, what? Uh, from
3: the phone to the camera.
0: So, at first, I'm assuming what, like iMovie app on your phone? Yeah, iMovie. And, and then, then uh, and then now you move to a Mac? Yeah. What do you, Cut. you're on Final Cut now? Final Cut. Awesome, right. dude. That's yeah, cool. that that's so cool, bro. There's like, I don't think that there's that much, um, Because there's so much of it, I don't think there's that much appreciation for people who actually create content. But I was watching one of the videos that you did on the on the Instagram channel of uh, of SEMA, and it's so beautiful how you put it together, you know. And it's just if you're not a content creator, you'll probably just miss it, you know. And like you were saying, like this is the best video that we've created, and it's not getting that as many views as it should be. But it's just like. It'll hit one day for sure. All you got to do is just keep, keep going at your yeah. craft, you know. So, what other? Uh, so, what made you guys connect? How did? How did that happen?
1: All right. So, Sal came in with a, a buddy of his, um, in, about two years ago, year and a half ago, right? And they're like, "Hey, I can make a, We can make a video for you." And I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." And at this point, I had a, a video editor.
0: Okay. Oh, Really.
1: I did. Yeah. I had one and he was, um, he, he was good. Um, but we didn't click on, on a couple different levels. And so I said, okay, yeah, go for it. How much is it going to cost? And I think it was like a hundred bucks, 80 bucks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was, it wasn't that much. So I said, all right, what do I got to lose? A hundred bucks, on a big deal. 80 bucks, whatever it is. <laughs> he put it together and I was like, and the guy that I was working with was, you know, mid thirties, older guy. Mm. Right. I'm like, these guys are freaking kids, man. Yeah. And this is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. (laughs) So I think I called Sal up and I said, um, hey, um, I have this YouTube idea that I want to, you know, that's been in my mind for years and I just haven't had the, uh, the time and, you know, the drive to really get this thing done. But I think we can get this thing done. And I really want to just do a bunch of videos on like uh, products. Okay. So let's do a contract for like you know ten, right? And I think we signed a, a contract for like a thousand bucks or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And um, he he came in with uh, his buddy, and I think one day we knocked out two videos, and it took a while for editing. I had no idea editing took so much time. You know, no idea. Yeah. This guy spends the majority of his life in front of a computer. <laughs> <laughs> So shooting the video is um, is pretty easy, but putting it all together to make it look you know awesome and great yeah. is a whole nother story. And he just brings a whole nother level um, that is you know you and like you said, you miss it if you're not doing it right. You miss how great the shots are. Yeah. You miss how um, how well it's put together. You miss how it flows. Yeah. How it keeps your attention. Right. But the moment that you don't have it right, yeah. you notice it. And for they're sure. like, I'm out. I don't want to watch this for whatever reason. It's not it's not flowing good enough. Um, it doesn't look good enough. The audio is not good. Whatever it may be, yeah. right? And because there's so much composition out there, you really have to be on point in order for people to, like, really, really hone in on your channel.
0: You know, I, d- I never thought about that, like, uh, how subliminal it really is to, mm-hmm. to like, the viewer, you know, mm. if somebody's watching a video, it, even for myself, I'll mm. watch a video and something will make me lose my attention on mm-hmm. it. And I'll just right. swipe it away. Right. And then others, it'll make me oh, I'm grabbed in. So I'll watch like a five minute video, which now is like super crazy. Like, oh you mm. watched all five minutes? <laughs> yeah, you know, you right? show like your right. your wife you say, hey, can you watch this one? How long is it? Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Yeah. But Sal, when you're when you're making a video uh what are some of the thoughts that are going through your head like um like paint the picture for it like for like video, as far as today yeah like the video um, that we did today
3: well today josh was texting me he's like yo be at this address today but um i asked him he's like, i'm like what kind of video He's like like an interview style video so obviously i gotta bring audio camera mm-hmm. make sure everything's charged memory cards stuff like that got it and me and josh have worked over for like a year already so we kind of already know what the deal is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Film it, then get the b-roll, edit it, publish.
0: Yeah. So so when you decided to go into breakers, what was your motivation with that? Why breakers? Why 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 was it even car audio? <clears throat> so, at
3: 2019 like late 2019, mm-hmm. I hadn't we had no clients obviously, so I would walk into different establishments like barbershops or restaurants, mm. stuff like that. It wasn't even just car audio. There was a lot of no's, a few yeses, like mm-hmm. Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had sought another ad for another car stereo store that I'm not going to name. Mm-hmm. But so I'm like, you know what? Let me just go to Breakers because I looked at their Instagram. Like They didn't really have, like, they had videos, but not like. Gotcha. You know? So we were like, I told my buddy, I was like, come in with me because I don't want to go by myself. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it took forever to get a hold of Josh. I don't know if you tried to get a hold of this guy. It took like 30 minutes. We were waiting in the store. <laughs> but um, he said, yeah. And then. We came back, shot it like in 30 minutes, and then edited it. Oh, very cool. That was a big dude. deal for me because I had not worked with like, like, uh, because Breakers is pretty recognizable now, mm-hmm. like in the county. So to have that under my portfolio was pretty cool.
0: Very cool, man. Yeah. Um, congratulations, bro. That's so <laughs> cool just to, for you guys to be working together and for you too to have somebody young on the team and just be able to create with. And I know how it is when you have an idea. And and you just think and you're uh, it's like man I want to do this but I don't know who could help me with it you know and that, that that's like that's so cool for you just to have that hustle inside of you too just to be out basically going door to door with yeah. your skills and say hey this is what I do you know did did you did you learn that from somewhere or was that just 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 came natural to you.
3: So I saw it on YouTube. This other person was doing it, but for photos. He mm-hmm. was like, you know what? If you don't have clients, you know what? You could always just go door to door, I guess. Yeah. And you're going to get a lot of no's, but you, someone might say yes. Yeah. So that's kind of what I did and I thought I could do it. So
0: very cool, cool, man. Awesome, bro. Um, last thing, uh, do you have one piece of content that you've created that you're just like, yo, this is, this is best that i've ever done
3: That see video that yeah. got no love on the channel <laughs> Man, josh was out I, I forgot where you were but he was out for a couple of days so i was just working on it yeah at the shop and he had he didn't know i was going to be like that I was, I was kind of putting it together and i was i told um tony the general manager i, I was showing him he's like dude we got to show josh somewhere. Like, wait not yet let me just finish it most let me wrap it up more and then i'll show it to him yeah and then uh, i sent it to him and it was, it was I was like, oh, when I feel like it's pretty good, because we make videos, obviously, but, you know, it's like a process now, like we've seen it over and over, like reviews or Mm -hmm. stuff like that, but this was something new, and I thought it was pretty cool, but it's always the videos you love the most that don't get any love, Yeah, (laughs) and it's the videos that that you don't really care about, they get like half a million (laughs) views.
0: I can totally agree with that, bro. But uh, yeah, we'll actually put that video in the link of the podcast. So if you guys want to check it out.
1: Yeah, that video is, let me tell you, (laughs) this guy's got a lot of talent. And, um, when he sent it to me, I usually watch it with my wife and my wife is the biggest critic in the world. Mm. Tell you. <laughs> That's a gift and a curse. It is because I think it's perfect and Sal thinks it's perfect. And then she'll go and go, you know what? Um, and it's already done at this point, right? <laughs> <clears throat> we should do it like this. or we should do it like this. Or, Let me give you a suggestion to do it like this. And of course are like, Oh my God, we just finished it. It's good. And then we'll go, okay, fine. And then we'll do it. And it was like, yeah, you know, your suggestion, you know, mm-hmm. made a lot of difference. She watched this video and said, it's perfect, and it was the first time she said not to change anything. No way, because <laughs> it was that good. Yeah, it really is a good video. If you go, uh it's it's I think it's just Seema sema, SEMA two thousand and twenty one Breaker Stereo. If okay. you search that on on YouTube, but if you want to leave the link, that yeah, go-
0: we'll put the link below, man. So, um, this yeah. yeah, from one creator to another, dude. That's I I always want to ask that question because like I have the same type of videos, like, uh, we, we always have an annual Black Friday sale. So mm-hmm. it's called bolt Friday. Mm-hmm. So we don't oh, run nice. any sales throughout the year, we yeah. don't have any promo codes, any, uh, any sales throughout the whole year, yeah. until it comes bolt Friday. And it's become um, a tradition where people just go crazy on that day. Nice. They buy all their stuff, yeah. Yeah. they get it ready for their build that they're doing or for the next year or what have you. Mm-hmm. And, um, We'll always do some kind of funny video or something like that. Like oh, the okay. year before, I did a podcast with myself. Mm-hmm. So I like did a split screen <laughs> and then uh, I was interviewing myself and I actually got upset with myself because all I was doing <laughs> was just talking about the sale. You know, dude, I didn't bring you on here to promo the sale. So every <laughs> video was kind of about the sale. But then last cool. year, um, yeah. I, I want to show it to you guys before you leave. Yeah. Uh, I did a video with my son and I, and I had a concept of my son. He's gets in trouble at home. He gets kicked out of the house. He's mm-hmm. a skater. He's out in the streets trying to figure out what he's gonna do. And then at the end, he's like, uh, goes to the shop, which is here. He comes mm-hmm. to the shop because he's like, I gotta talk to my dad. I gotta, I gotta figure this out because my uh my plans of staying with my friends or what have <laughs> you those aren't working mm-hmm. so he comes to the shop and there's already a line outside and he's <laughs> like he doesn't realize it cuz he has his own life going on mm-hmm. so he's like hey what's going on here and he says oh it's bolt friday and boom that was the ad oh <laughs> that's <laughs> cool it, it was it was more about that's cool. like, that's creative, Yeah. that i have my opportunity now yeah. to create mm-hmm. something right and um i i think that that's more important than getting sales I don't yeah. know I don't know if that makes sense to and and, and that's kind of like goes against being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and a business owner right but you have to you have to feed all the passions right that are inside of you right and that that creativity passion mm-hmm. that one's one that I, I I can't leave alone dude because yeah. I'm sure you could agree if you don't do a video for you know a few weeks or whatever you're like dude I got it I got to do something, <laughs> something man yeah for sure
1: <clears throat> yeah yeah, for sure, and uh, yeah, and for me too. Um, you know, I'm really we have a good relationship, Sal and I, as far as a work relationship is concerned. And there, there are times where I get engulfed in it. I mean, I've got a million things that I do at Breakers, but when when it's like video time, it's video time, man. Yeah. And we we are, we sit down together, and you know, we're glued to it, and we're throwing bouncing ideas off of each other. And uh, a lot of times, uh, my other obligations and my other people will walk into the office, and they're like, "Yo." How long are you going to be here? You got other things to do. And I'm like, I know, five more minutes. And, you know, five more minutes turns into like five hours.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Josh is the most busiest guy I've ever met in my life. Like, Because I, I, I'm luckily, I'm blessed enough to be surrounded by business owners. Josh is like, I don't know how he does it. He, come, he comes up with the videos, scripts them, um, storylines them, and then he'll, well, I'll edit it, but he'll yeah. be there with me sometimes. Yeah and then he'll proof it and then make, um, he'll make the thumbnails i don't even make the thumbnails he he does the thumbnails on photoshop yeah post it tags youtube everything
0: well that's the thing man if you want to be successful in your field you got to you got to go 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 you know you got to think of every minute that you have throughout the day as this is my opportunity to get to this goal you know and uh the only way you're going to get there is you got to take one step at a time and uh josh is just running bro
3: josh has to deal with so a typical day, I'll get there, what, like 10? I'll get like 10, 10, 30? Yeah. He's, he's there like at 8, maybe? He has to deal with all the customer service, all the installers that have problems every day because there's always like a hiccup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, calls coming in. There's no one on the sales floor. Josh, Josh will run out there talking to customers on the phone, like, uh, he does everything. So, That's what, he's, he's, <laughs> me, so we're, so we're obviously designing the website too. Yeah. Um, shout out to Mario. He's the website designer. Mm-hmm. Josh is in there too. So he's like back and forth to video editing. And then he's like with the coding of the website he's just like back and forth and it's admiring to see Josh, how he can handle everything. It's
0: now you have crazy. a mentor as well, man. Yeah. Just like you had, you know, you pass on that knowledge. And, uh, hopefully you have somebody that is able to receive it yeah. and appreciates the knowledge that, that you're giving off, you know, because yeah. the things that you do, it's important I'm sure that. to you, it's just second nature, mm-hmm. but to somebody else like yourself, you're like, how do you do that? Yeah. You know, you just got to train
1: yourself and yeah. you just
0: got to stick to it.
1: Yeah. And he has it in him. Um, you know, he's got his own, he, he doesn't just do work for us. So he's got his own business as well um and you know he'll uh, he'll film for other companies as well as long as not car audio companies of course <laughs> <laughs> very cool so
0: sal what's your uh what's your social media and we'll tag you on the bottom
3: my personal is sal X A N G. okay and then i just started my business instagram is
0: ang video works the ang video works all the right cool. hey yeah. congratulations Appreciate man it. i wish you the best of success thank you brother for sure <laughs> yeah he's,
1: he'll definitely be successful i mean he's got you know his skills are are, are really good his excellent skills, um, you know. I love to keep him for you know <laughs> at Breakers solely, but <clears throat> the thing is with uh, with people of talent, people that have like hustle in them, because he has it in him, you can't hold him down yeah. too long. So you know, I'm gonna try to hold on to him as, as long as I possibly can. I know he'll still be there for me when I need him, yeah. for um, sure. But you know, that's just the thing. You know, you 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 uh, you work with great people, and they will eventually you know move on to their. Their own thing mm-hmm. if they have it with it you know and i'm not saying hey people can be great workers and have lots of talent and work for somebody for many many years and you know and that's all great too but sometimes people want more you know yeah. what i mean and he's definitely he definitely wants more and he's young too so he's got he's got that hunger in him. So
0: yeah that's awesome that you saw that when he came and showed you that video that you saw that mm-hmm. you know, he had something because if not you wouldn't have even the opportunity yeah yeah. So speaking of all the uh, the daily tasks that you have oh and things God, that you gotta yeah. do, <laughs> let's let's paint a picture typical typical day. What's it looking like? All right. So from
1: from start to finish. Finished. All right. So I, I probably wake up around seven or so. I get a, I get my son ready for um, for school. I scoot him off to school.
0: And how old is your son in school? He's five. He's in kindergarten. Okay, and the, and your uh, the baby that you just had yep. uh, is yeah. a boy or a girl?
1: I'm girl. Sorry. A girl. What's her name? Her name is Phoenix. Oh,
0: Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, how beautiful. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then my son's name is uh, Maximus. Okay. Shout yeah. out to he, Maximus. Yeah. Shout out to him. He's got a, a big personality. Awesome. <laughs> so five years old. Take him out to school. Yeah. Take him out to school. Then I come home and then um, I work out. And I got a little. Home gym that I have mm. save me some time, so I don't have to go to the gym and then drive back. So I'm just boom, I'm in and out 40, 40 minutes or so. And is this a daily thing? This is a daily thing. Seven yeah. days a week, except Monday because I have morning meeting Monday at eight <laughs> fifteen.
0: Got you. Okay, so forty five minute workout. <laughs> yep. Yep. Six six days out of the week. Yep. Okay.
1: All right, and then uh, then I head to work and we kind of get things going. Um, I I touch with my um. I touch up on uh, whatever's going on on the website. So Mario is my guy. Uh, he's our full-time web developer, but we have teams in India that we work with. Okay. Because um, it would be an, almost impossible for him to do the tasks that he needs to do. So we could do an overview as to what needs to get done, a little quick 10-minute meeting with him, um, and then I get him on his way. Um, then I'll you know, meet with my uh, my general manager briefly. My wife kind of takes care of, some of that with with him, so I'm not too worried about that. But then, you know, Sal shows up around 10 30 or so and then we'll start to cut some videos and we'll um, you know, get interrupted <laughs> a lot, fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, people will come into the office and they're like, Oh, I need this all, I need this all. And oh, there's a guy on the phone that insists on talking to you. He says he's known you since high school. Mm. <laughs> so that happens a lot. Or oh, there's a guy on the phone that's insisting on talking to you. He's You know, he follows you on YouTube. Mm. So I'll take those calls. Um, And then, you know, the orders come in in the morning. Um, We'll process orders in the morning, online orders in the morning. So then it's a hustle. Right now, we really really don't have um, a team behind fulfilling orders. We just kind of do it with the staff that we currently have. So the sales guys will uh, fill the orders, uh, contact the customers, give them tracking numbers, things of that nature.
0: Okay, so you have a full e-commerce website.
1: Yes, we have a full e-commerce website. We just launched our new site in November of last year, so you can buy all your car your stuff online. Very cool. And then uh, the big, biggest, one of the biggest things for us was financing. Even you know here uh, mm-hmm. at the store, um, so we have a lot of different financing options for our customers and. Uh, and that's where it really worked out well for us. Um, so, yeah, so that's that. And then as we start to grow, then, of course, we're going to hire some people full time and things of that nature. I mean, my goal is to get us. them. this is a huge goal. But I'm trying to get, to, we're, we're, you know, we're doing all that we can. we got a plan to get to $100 million a year. I mean, that is my freaking goal. I love it. Is to get there, right? <clears throat> because I, I see it. I see the vision. And um, we went to uh, Wisconsin. Uh, I took Sal with me. We went to Wisconsin, and we met with, um, are you familiar with uh, Custom Offsets or uh, Fitment Industries? Mm, No. No? Okay. So they're a huge e-commerce site, and they do wheels and tires. Uh, Custom Offsets is their truck brand. Okay. Uh, Fitment Industries is their import brand. Okay. So we went there. Um, We met with the CEO. I've been messaging him. He's a a bit of a a mentor uh, towards me or to me, I should say. And uh, we've messaged each other throughout the years. And I've seen his business grow, like, leaps and bounds, like, beyond anything I can ever imagine. Like, the okay. first time I watched one of his videos, I was actually just looking for a, a set of wheels for my own truck. And I noticed his channel, and I'm watching his channel, and they've got really good content. And then they had this thing on their website, which was a, um, a gallery that I had never seen before, which is you can put your year, your make, your model, and then let's say I wanted a set of 24-inch wheels. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the tires to be 37 inches tall, and I want them to be 14 inches wide on the wheel, and I wanted a 10-inch lift. Well, I can put all those parameters in, boom, and then all these trucks will come up with those exact parameters. So instead of guessing in your mind, like, I think... What it's going to look like. Yeah, you can actually look at it, right? Or you see one on the street and you go, oh, that looks cool, but I don't know what it is exactly. So Sean really took this concept of creating a gallery... Um, online so that people can actually see what it looks like on their vehicle right because before that there was a uh, there was a website that we used to go to and i i I always forget the name car domain you ever heard of that before? yeah yeah yeah. so car domain right for those of you not familiar it was a like a social media type website for your car so let's say you have you know what year is your car um
0: 2020
1: so you have a 2020 bmw um m8 yeah and you put wheels on it and you lowered it right and so you would put that on there you put like maybe 10 pictures and then if you got around to it you would put your the specs Mm -hmm. so you would go okay these are 20 by nines in the front 20 by 11s in the back this is the tire i'm running 245 35 in the front and a 295 30 in the back and then you go, okay, cool. This is what this looks like. Oh, and I put um, these uh, IBAC uh, or H&R lowering springs on it, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> so you have that information and you go, okay, cool. I want my car to look like this. This is exactly the specs I need. So I just go into my car stereo shop or the performance shop and I go, this is what I want. These are the tires that I want. You know, make it happen. Yeah, to look this way. Or they wouldn't leave a description and you would have to guess. Gotcha. And you'd be like, Damn, what are these? Trying to zoom in. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we did that. We we used to do that. Like, God, oh, there's no description. Let's zoom in. Zoom in. So oh, it's too blurry. I can't make it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So, so for me, there was a need for always for that. My sales guys too, because we would always be on that car domain website. Got you. <clears throat> and then it, you know, then whatever. I think got bought out by some bigger company, and they just let it go. Well, he he decided. Sean decided. Well, I'm gonna do uh, a a gallery like this, right? And I looked at it, and I was like, wow, this is mind-blowing, right? So I started to follow him a little more, and I went back, and I looked at some of his videos. He actually pitched, um, I think he pitched Shark Tank, because mm. I remember seeing a Shark Tank uh, a video. I don't think he actually got on the show, but anyway, um, his story was like, he started at that time, I think, and the time I watched the video... Like eight years back, he had started this company pretty much out of his garage, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they showed his garage and he's kind of processing orders and they had a little setup with computers and stuff. And then he moved to a facility where they were actually doing truck lifts and things of that nature. And then I watched He had an, an, here's another channel that's just him um, and it's very small. And he was basically saying, look, you can um, open a car or you can open a, a, a shop. Like how I he has a so basically he had a shop that did wheels and tires like a brick and mortar shop you can go to and buy wheels and tires, and then he had an online company that obviously sold everything online. So you can open a shop right and you know hire a few guys and have a good living, but what's the most you're gonna make?
2: Yeah,
1: I mean you'd be lucky to make a hundred thousand dollars. Like not so many people, not a lot of people make a hundred thousand dollars, and that's a lot of money, right? But you're limited to that, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, if you really want to make some good money, you got to go online because that's just way, where it's going. And so he took that company out of his garage and we met with him. When when did we go to Wisconsin? Oh, you guys actually went out there. Yeah, we met with him. What, what month was it? It, was, uh, like it was in the fall, fall last year. Yeah. Okay. We went out there and uh, we met with him. He's super cool. He was actually moving. This is how great this guy is. He was moving to Florida and he was like, there's moving, I'm packing my stuff up right now as we speak, but I know we planned this thing, so I'm going to give you my, you know, I'll give you, I can give you till like four or five o'clock, mm. and it was in the morning, and I'm like, wow, and he was like, and I'm literally after this, I got to go finish packing because I'm leaving tomorrow, mm. so, and he's like, I barely started packing, so he took, he took his time, and uh, we went out to his uh, facility, he has two big buildings, he has one building that's custom offsets, across the street is um, Fitman Industries, and on the one side, it, I mean, it was literally like a car show. So the guys there are totally into, you know, trucks or cars. They're total enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. And that's what's great about his companies. He hires just enthusiasts, right? And that shows through. Just like you said, you have to be passionate about it, right? And it's not so much about, you know, focusing on just getting the sale and doing the sale. It's about just showing your passion about it. And, and that just shows through and people can resonate with that. And they'll buy from you just based on, you know, based on that factor. So he has these two big buildings. We went into both of them. And there were... God, man. How many people were there? Hundreds and hundreds of people. No way. I am not BSing you, bro. There were... There, they had... Okay, I have one guy doing my website. There was literally like 150 guys on the website. Yeah. Entering stuff. In. Now, we have teams in India that enter in products. And they were entering in products, too. But the scale the way he scaled this thing from eight years ago was like unbelievable to me and and then he goes okay i have something else to show you and it's down the road follow me so we go <clears throat> we jump in the car there was five of us six of us right it was me my wife uh tony our general manager sal and we brought maximus with us mm. so we're in this little car we, we head down the street and they're building this facility and i am not kidding you seen the big building out in uh, camarillo for amazon uh, amazon yeah it was like half the size of that.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was
1: huge. I was like, oh, my God. We walk in there. I think it's the same size. About the same size? South has said the same size.
3: It's like bigger. It's like bigger than Costco. Wow. It, is,
1: it was, they're just build, they were just building it. And he goes, we just built this thing. And, and we're, we went in there, and they had robots that were pulling wheels and tires from yeah it was crazy he was like oh yeah that's a robot and that's a robot and we're like oh my god so they're not even manufacturing
0: they're just uh they're just selling
1: they're selling he does own a brand though um called archon wheels okay um and then they also have another brand um for the import side as well i don't know i don't remember the name of that one got you but he was like we're gonna hit a uh, a half a billion dollars this year wow yeah man and it was like eye-opening and it was inspiring and i'm like we're gonna do 100 million dollars a year. Yeah, I don't. I don't care what we have to do. We're gonna do it. Wow. Yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna do car stereo. We're gonna do performance. We're gonna do everything that you could possibly want to do to your car. We're gonna. We're gonna sell that stuff online.
0: So, from before you started e-commerce mm-hmm. to now having e-commerce, have you noticed a big jump in the
1: in uh, the business? Well, the e-commerce business is still building, so we we launched. Yeah, we launched in in November. Okay, and I still haven't quite figured that out yet. Um, So we we we're driving traffic through YouTube, which is good, but we have our subscriber base is not that. It's twenty three thousand. Last I checked. Um, and then we're we're trying to. I'm really just trying to figure out Google on how to you know advertise strategically to get people to the site and have them buy from us because we have. As far as car audio products, we have thousands and thousands of car audio products on there. Mm-hmm. And now we're working on uh, suspension. That's our next big thing, suspension. Um, and I really want to reach out back out to Sean, um, the you know the owner of Custom assets and Fitment Industry, and ask him, hey, um, what's my next step here, man? Because I've done all this. Yeah. What What, what was
0: Something that you took away from him that that just really set off a, a light in your head, like wow, why didn't I think about it
1: like that? Well, a couple things. Okay, so one of the things was like at that point I didn't have anyone that was working on the website full time. I had a team in India, um, and it's tough if you you ever outsourced India. No, so it's tougher. There's a um, there's a language barrier. Um, they speak English, but it's not that great, and I mean you, you can get through it, but it just takes some time to do it. And there's also a time issue as well. So they're like, you know, 12, 13 hours ahead of mm. us or behind us, whatever it may be. I'm not hundred percent sure. All of those, we're not on the same yeah. <laughs> I <feel> you. <laughs> All I know is when I'm going to sleep, they're going to work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you
2: get those they're last work. minute texts. Right.
1: You're like, dude, I'm about
0: to go to sleep. Right. What's
1: up? Right. Exactly. Um, but I was like, I have to get someone in here full time that mm. I can sit down with and do this with. And we brought Mario in, um, you know, he has a, a, a degree in uh, computer engineering and I was lucky to land him and he does a good job and we're able to kind of sit down and kind of get work through the problems together. Whereas if I had an issue before in the past, I'd have to call an and it may take a week to resolve where I can just walk into his office and go, Hey, this isn't working. We got to get this up and he'll have it done in like two hours. Got gotcha, Got gotcha, you. you. Got gotcha. you. Right. But, but to answer your question, what was the biggest thing? The biggest thing, I, the biggest takeaway I had from that trip and meeting him is it's freaking possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible to do this because someone's done it before. (laughs) You know what I mean? So that was definitely the biggest thing I I took away from that. Beautiful, man.
0: So let's talk about actually the the services that you guys offer there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not just a stereo in a deck. no not anymore and yeah a satellite radio you still do satellite radio
1: <laughs> we you know believe it or not we
2: do no it's
1: unbelievable yeah we i ordered you know we order like six at a time and they just i don't know where they go either the guys are stealing them or like they eat them for lunch but <laughs> i don't think anyone's stealing them but <laughs> oh, oh my god but they, they we just constantly have to reorder them i don't know it's weird <laughs> that was an era bro the, the it was the...
0: It was, right? <laughs> yeah, that and then the GPS is there. Right, yeah. And that was, yeah, when you were working there, right? Before yeah. you could do everything uh, on your phone. Now you, you don't need none of that.
1: You don't. <laughs> you don't. But people still buy it. Yeah. Know, I, uh, I mean, there's a serious app. You know, you can. <laughs> yeah, just use, use
0: that. You got <laughs> it. I got this for Christmas <laughs> 10 years ago. I'm finally installing it. <laughs> Uh, but so so what what are some of the things that you guys offer
1: so we do um we've moved into suspension uh about five years ago we we decided that hey and that was one thing that i got from bob my mentor is he's always a forward thinker and he's like okay look cardio is um it's on its way you know at that point when we had this conversation it was like pretty sustained it's not growing mm-hmm. you know and then i started to see it kind of s- slip down and he said, well, we got to bring other things in here. So he brought wheels and tires in, I don't know, 15 years ago mm-hmm. when no other car stereo shop would do wheels. I mean, no other car stereo shop would do, was doing wheels and tires. I mean, if you want wheels and tires, you went to the, the tire store. Yeah. want to go get them. And then he he was like one of the first to bring those in. And we thought that, well, that was weird. Why are you bringing in wheels and tires? We do stereos, mm. right? And so <clears throat> that was a really big category for us or still is a really big category for us. Um, and I thought, yeah, you know what? There's We've got to... We got to do other things you know and so um the next thing logically was suspension because yeah. at this point people were starting to lift their trucks a lot more than before and we're from Oxnard, and you know that people were like the lower stuff so they were lower trucks yeah and then i don't know man like four years ago five years ago people just started to want to lift their vehicles right and our um community is mainly hispanic mm-hmm. and I had a lower truck. Should I, I had two lower trucks. <laughs> Never thought once about lifting a truck mm. until about five years ago. Okay. When it started to get popular. I mean, I'm half-white, so I'm gonna say this, but only the white guys, you know, lift their trucks. you gotcha. Right. And all of a sudden, our customers are like, I wanna lift my truck. I wanna, you know, six inch lift, I wanna level my truck, I want these big off-road wheels. And we're like, we gotta get into this. Yeah. Right. So we uh, we installed a lift. Hired a mechanic full time, and that took off. And so we hired, we got another lift, hired another mechanic full time, and those guys stay pretty busy. And so doing suspension is is uh, one of our big categories. And not only lifts do we do lowering, as well. Yeah, I saw
0: that you guys uh, bag cars as yeah, well. Yeah, th-
1: and that got really popular about a year ago, or so. And usually when a car comes in to get bagged, we'll do a nice little dope video on yeah. it. Yeah, but that's a cool, it's a cool thing to see a car move up and down by moving a switch or for sure. <laughs> so
0: um probably in our demographic, mm-hmm. that's what people are are more used to, right? Is uh is is putting air suspension. Right. Mm-hmm. So what brands do you offer and what services do you offer for air suspension?
1: So it's you know the big one. So airlift company, airlift uh, performance one, um accuair came back. I don't know if you know that or not. Really? Yeah. So they got bought out. We actually went in their booth and they had man you should check out this video. Um we did a video when we were at SEMA And they have a kit that literally bolts on to a Jeep and a Bronco, Mm -hmm. a new Bronco, their bags, everything for like five or six grand. And it will literally take a Jeep from like stock height and lift it like three inches. Oh, wow. And it also lower it too. And yeah, so that's, you guys got to check that video. It's really dope. Anyway, um, so those are the two main companies. There are some other companies out, smaller companies out there that we work with, um, but for the demographic that we work with, which is imports when it comes to that, is uh, airlift suspension for sure. Got you.
0: Now, let's just say maybe a newer model, uh, you know, a Accord, cord, mm-hmm. infinity G series, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, what do you say that somebody could get out the door with uh, you know a uh, air ride system?
1: Air so system about four it's like four or five grand oh okay
0: yeah very cool yeah,
1: probably closer to five after it's all
0: installed and, and everything and what's that the install take on that like two days two days yeah gotcha. yeah
1: so it's not too long it's not too long we can I mean we do uh, when we do when we to install the struts and re- run the lines it's like a day or so day and a half but then you have to worry about the, the air management system right so you got a tank you have the manifold and you know fittings and stuff like that mm-hmm. so we usually like make something nice for the customer so they have something to show off too yeah right so sure. they open their trunk we're like oh there's this nice big tank and the compressors look great and everything so lights. and lights too as well right yeah got mm-hmm.
0: you got you man that's awesome dude it's uh it's, it's very cool that you're able to see that the times are changing mm-hmm. and adjust with them right because i still you know hear radio ads on uh, from other brands and yeah. I, I see the kind of the things that they're doing and, and even in our industry, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of uh, older business owners that
1: yeah.
0: they don't want to embrace the right. new style of things. Mm-hmm. And it just, you can see their, their company not doing as well as before, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's dope that you've been able to adopt like new technologies.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you have to, because I mean, we still run radio, but um, not as much as we used to. hmm and it's weird because i ask a lot of people because i have to justify it, spending thousands and thousands of dollars mm-hmm. a month on radio do you listen to the radio and mm. people are like no <laughs> i listen to spotify yeah you know what i mean or i have apple music so so yeah but you know it's weird because people still listen to the radio right cuz i mean you still hear the ads i still hear them too yeah. and it's 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 weird because um You don't really think about it sometimes, but the radio is on kind of in the background. Yeah. Right? Um, But we have, um, moving on from that, or just kind of piggybacking off what you're saying, we've done uh, Pandora ads. Oh, uh, very cool. We're running Spotify ads right now, too. I think I've seen a YouTube ad, if I'm not mistaken. We'll do YouTube ads, too. Yeah. But the majority of what we do is going to be on Instagram and uh, YouTube and just the content that we create. What's up? TikTok. Oh, TikTok, yeah. <laughs> hey, TikTok is huge, dude. We have so much fun with TikTok, man. Let me tell you, um, Sal heads that up. I have no input on that whatsoever. So mm-hmm. if you want to talk to him about that, he's your man. Go for it. <laughs> so um, TikTok,
0: so easy, dude. Just cook up, you know.
3: It's, it's easy, but it's hard at the same time because mm. uh, it's hard coming up, to relating it. Say there's a funny trend. Okay, now my job is how can I relate this? how can I relate this to buying a stereo? Got you. It's like okay, it takes a while. Okay, um I can we can make fun of customers, we can <laughs> poke fun at our employees or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um some of them do well, some some of them do like over hundred thousand views, some oh, of them wow, do like three cool. thousand views.
0: So how many uh, followers are you guys at on TikTok at the moment? Like five thousand, six thousand? Okay, very cool. So uh, what's the uh, What's the, the name on TikTok?
3: Uh Break of Performance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool version.
0: dude. Yeah. I'm, I've I've been kind of against uh TikTok dude. Yeah. yeah. Just the the same mentality that I was saying for other business owners. I felt the same, like, nah, I don't want to get on TikTok. And then I was just like, you know what, let me it's, try it out. And this the, that platform is so much better than Facebook or Instagram, you know. I I love it, dude. It's my favorite app
3: right now. And and they barely added ten minute videos as well. They're that's start. right. It just so happened, right? YouTube's real worried right now. YouTube is oh worried goodness. they had to add a little shorts feature on theirs because mm-hmm. you know TikTok's taking over. Now they're adding ten minute videos to that. So yeah. We'll see how
0: that pans out. Yeah. That, that's that's awesome for a creator for sure, man.
1: Yeah, with, with with TikTok it was it was just kind of weird. It was like, Okay, look, these the people that are on it are younger mm-hmm. and not necessarily in our, uh, in our demo. Well,
0: you would think that, right? Mm-hmm. I went to um, a family party, mm-hmm. and that's when I first started posting up uh, TikTok, just, just doing it uh, every day, just posting something, right? Mm-hmm. I had two of my parents' friends talk to me about the video I posted. Really? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> wait, how did you see that video? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I saw it on TikTok. I'm like, what? What, what really? are you doing? Yeah, so it's, it's so weird, dude, hmm. you wouldn't think so. But like people that are maybe my parents' age, they're on TikTok, dude. And they're just looking at things because the first thought that comes to mind, Mm -hmm. this is for children, this is for dancing. Yeah. But my wife's on TikTok all the time and they're showing, oh, I learned this recipe. I'm like, oh my God, this dinner is so good. She's like, oh yeah, I learned it on TikTok. And then uh, TikTok is like, all the apps in one it's mm-hmm. like pinterest in yeah, one yeah. you know it's and it just breaks it down in 30 seconds you could tell how to make this meal how, how to make this whatever yeah. decoration yeah. that you're going for and, yeah and, and it's such a good tool and Personally, I feel like it's one that we're leaving on the table. So I, that's going to be one of my focuses this year.
1: Is, is to, to get talk. on it. Yeah. To,
0: just to feed it a lot more. Because it's just like anything, dude. You got to feed that machine. You do. You, know?
1: you do. And uh, I think it was, yeah. I mean, you're right. It was um, definitely geared towards um, younger people. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, in my mind, uh, you know, it's good to hear you say that you think that it's going to be, you know, it's now currently people, older people will use it. Yeah, for sure. As well. Um, but I'll tell you a funny story. So we did a couple TikToks and I I think I did the first heat TikToks and my kids are like, bruh, (laughs) you can't be on there. You're too old. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what, really? And I'm like, yeah, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) So I try to stay out of them. I think I, in some of the recent ones, I think I might have maybe, I don't even think so, but it's weird. TikTok is weird because they're ones where we'll do a full scale production where we'll pull out all the stops where we'll, we'll storyboard it. We'll, we'll edit it. We'll, you know, we'll think of everything. Yeah. And those are the ones that do the worst. Yeah. It's, it's the ones where he, I just go, Sal, go do a TikTok, while I'm doing this. He goes five minutes later, comes back and is like, all right, what do you think about this? And I'm like, okay, I guess that's cool. And you turn around and then you've got 185,000 um, watches. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. And then the ones that we really produce, like there's one we did with the, a Jeep that mm-hmm. it took like five employees to do this. And it took us a half hour. And it literally has like 1,200 watches. <laughs> and then there's even one where I brought in a Lamborghini um, and my daughter did the acting. And it literally, where's it at? I might have even erased it because it was so disappointing. <laughs>
0: 2000 views (laughs) i feel the same man (laughs) um like i said this is episode 233 Mm -hmm. 233 interviews or conversations that we've had and we've had them with you know in our industry the the most popular people in in our industry yeah and uh just doesn't get the views yeah you know but then i have to look at it differently because yeah. what am i doing this for am i, am I doing this for a number mm-hmm. or am i doing this for the actual conversation yeah you know and um even though if it'll get four or five hundred likes or or views or what have you that's four or five hundred people yeah. that heard this conversation right and mm-hmm. hopefully one person takes something away from it, from it yeah. and you know, they can reflect on their life from mm-hmm. whatever we talked about. Right, you know, and even even you saying that, hundred million dollar goal, and it's possible. You know, mm-hmm. anybody could use that sort of logic yeah. to whatever they're doing. Right, it's possible mm-hmm. because somebody's done it.
1: Right.
3: Just to relate to like um, what Josh said about the hundred million dollars uh, around my circle. Like I'm only, I'm twenty three years old. My friends aren't talking about like, oh, we have to make forty thousand dollars this week. Or we yeah, have to, yeah, we yeah. Have to. Did we meet our um, daily budget of like ten thousand dollars? So be, me being in the office and in the shop, that was like my first time hearing those type of numbers thrown yeah. around. And Josh is like, Josh would be like, "Damn, we didn't make this amount of money, like thousands of dollars." And I'm like, "What? You're like mad that you didn't make that?" It's like, but it's, that's the reality. Like, we I have to think outside. Like, the world doesn't revolve about around my bank account. There's like so much money for sure to be made and it's possible. Like Josh, said. Hey, it's
0: it's great that you even think on that train of thought as well, because uh, if you don't, you're going to think that life is just so small, so local. You know, I, I always say that, like, I'm not I'm not supposed to be here. This isn't the life that I'm supposed to be living success to me would have been working at Haas, you know? Yeah. Success to me would have been working on the ports or something like that and that's that's the life that I was brought up in That's the culture all my friends. That's what everybody thought and it wasn't until I I just I was pretty much given this, you know, I sold those products somebody Somebody say, oh, well, I want to buy some too. And I oh, okay. So it wasn't it wasn't even my idea to like start a brand. It was just you have to realize when those opportunities come. And I'm I'm glad that you realize the opportunities that you have. And you're you're completely right, dude. It doesn't matter the age that you are. Yeah. It's it's you need to get to that point as soon as possible that it's like, yo, the life that I'm at right now, this is where I'm at from the amount of effort that I've put in. This is where I'm at. If I want to get ahead, I got to put in more effort, but there's nobody that I have to get permission from. If I want to make this happen, I can make it, dude. And yeah, you can be whatever you want. Yeah. And I
3: always think Josh, because I have, um, I'll come with him with any question I have. I'll be like, what's a, what's a, what kind of CPA should I get? What kind of, do I have to, can I write off this? Can Mm. I write off my gas for this? Um, yeah. it's like so many things that I don't know that no one teaches. Yeah, for sure. And it's so cool having a business owner like Josh that I could, I sit next to and work with, and I could just ask.
0: That's a beautiful thing, man. I love it, dude. Uh, so, kind of winding down. I know you got to get out of here. Um, yeah, we have
1: to events.
0: Yeah one one thing that that you did say earlier um, was about the, you know the the, the trust and mm-hmm. sometimes people don't like to go into the brick and mortar stores because right they're feeling like they're being sold something right you 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 get this this dual this dual closure uh Mm -hmm. you know with the the light up box and what (laughs) have you it's 150 you (laughs) know it'll it'll look good Mm -hmm. maybe somebody will sell that because they get the best markup on on -hmm. that product rather than focusing on what the customer needs you know so Mm -hmm. So what sets Breaker Stereo apart from any other stereo shop in, in the vicinity?
1: Well, I, I try to um, I try to teach my my sales guys that um, you know the best way to sell somebody is to really understand their needs and uh, you know do our best to try to fulfill those needs. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you said, don't have, you know, your, don't put your interests above theirs. Yes. Because that's where you kind of get into trouble. And I brought <clears throat> I brought other guys in um, from the competition as salespeople, mm-hmm. and what they were taught is like a complete opposite of what I teach my guys, right? So they'll come in, and as a business owner, you may think that that's that's this is a good thing, but they come in and they're like, you know, they're selling stuff that doesn't need to be sold. Mm. They're selling stuff that, um, you know that it's just not necessary let's say or they got approved let's say on something on a, a an account and they max them out and knowing they can't afford the payment you know what i mean like unethical stuff yeah i mean really a lot of that and those guys obviously are not they don't stay with us long yeah a couple months and they're out <clears throat> and and yeah so i think that our culture is a lot different because like you said we 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 want to just kind of, we're passionate about, I mean, if you go to my store, they're all car guys. They are. They, they all have, you know, dope cars. They all have systems in their car. They're lowered. You know, I got, I have a mini Subie club at my mm. shop. There's like five or six guys. They all drive Subies. Oh, really? Yeah. Except nice. We, except me though. Huh?
2: Except
1: me. Sal's <laughs> so working on a Subie. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're either working on it or driving it. Exactly. Um, and we just want to, you know, we don't drive stock. That's our motto. We don't drive stock. Just like you, you don't drive stock. Like you have a car, you're not going to drive a stock, right? You're going to put something on it. You're going to put your own spin on it. And people come to our shop and they just kind of need guidance. Like, okay, you know, what do you want? Like, what do you want to do? Um, I want a better stereo system. I want wheels for my car. Okay. Let me show you what's available, you know? And, and it's, we don't have a lot of pressure, um, when you come into our store. So it's like, Here's we're presented to you if you like it, great, let's move forward. If you don't, let's figure out you know what you want mm-hmm. and if we don't have what you need, then go home and research a little more. Let us know when you're ready for it.
0: I love it, dude. Um, I need to go in there. It's been a while. It has, you know. I, I need to get back into car audio. <laughs> I miss it. I have a I have Altima too, and a, a few years ago, I was like, man, I miss. It. I want to put a system in it. There I you have go. Like a <laughs> kicker <laughs> in, and I was a typical Oxnard dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All blacked out tin. You guys still offer tin? Yeah. As well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Do. So, what are some of the things to expect from Breakers in 2022?
1: Um. Okay. So this year we're really focusing on our website, and we're doing an uh, interaction. Uh, interactive type website okay as well um so there's a couple different aspects to the website that i that I, uh that we are doing that makes us a little bit different than some of the other car stereo companies running we're light years ahead of the competition in our local area okay okay so for instance let's say what year's your Altima? uh
0: 2007
1: okay so if you want a, a radio you can go onto our website you um you, it'll ask you what your make model is 2007 Nissan Altima. I want to look at radios. Boom, you find a radio, it'll fit. Boom, and then it goes. You get a pop up, and it goes. You need this kit, this harness, this antenna. Adapter. Gotcha. So it does it all on the um, on the website for you. And if you want it, you click it. And if you don't, you you know, you just go to cart directly. That's one thing. Um, <clears throat> the next thing we're working on is the suspension. So the susp- suspension, same thing. You put your year make model in, it'll pop up all the kits that you want. You want a seven inch kit, you want a level kit, whatever you want, comes up. Oh which shocks do you want? do you want these shocks? do you want the basic shocks? do you want fox shocks? do you want Bilstein? So it all builds it for you, right so there's not a lot of guesswork as far as oh, will this fit my car? will this not fit my car right so we, Mario writes the code so it all kind of populates by themselves um We also have something that's already written, which I think is really cool. We haven't implemented it yet we haven't because it's it's pretty complex but it works like this okay, so your car two thousand would you say seven seven Six? yeah seven Ultima. I want a system. So it's like, we build a system for you online. So you put the year, make, model and that's one of the cars because there's like 10 very popular cars that we work on and an Altima, it happens to be one of them. Mm-hmm. That's the hood car. <laughs> that is, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh, hey, they're, they're roomy. They, you know, they're good on gas. They're fast, bro. <laughs> do the dip. You're good. Exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> do your dirt. Yeah. You know, there's like a million of them out there. So you never good. be identified. <laughs> 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 anyway you go so you put your make model in uh, we built five different systems for you mm-hmm. full systems okay Do you want an alpine system a memphis system um a kicker system boom 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 we package it together give you all the wiring give you all the parts shows up to your doorstep you put it in yourself or you know you go to your local car stereo shop and they install for you so those are those are the things that we're um that we're working on also we do we do some really interesting videos with um with speakers right because a speaker, a stereo is one thing because a stereo it does it does this it has this feature you know what to expect mm-hmm. right but when you buy a speaker it's a wholly totally different thing right because you don't know what the speaker's going to sound like yeah and if you're buying it online that's one thing that we um that we said hey where's a problem that we can solve right because if i'm spending a thousand dollars on this a set of speakers by just reading on a website mm-hmm. how likely is that going to happen Probably not very likely, and then is your expectation of that? If you do pull the trigger, is the expectation going to be you know is going are you is it going to meet your expectation? So we said okay, what can we do? All right, so we got to figure this thing out because I want to sell speakers online, okay? Um, because I'll be honest with you, it's a high, it's higher profit. We sell a car stereo, we don't even make any money. Mm. By the time I pay, sale, <laughs> by the time. Um, we uh, pay for the shipping, pay the guys to wrap it up and send it out. We don't lose. We don't make any money. Mm-hmm. And then there's times where we lose money on that stuff mm-hmm. too. But when we sell speakers, it's a home other the story because a margins there. Okay. Right. So I'll just give you an example. All right. So if I sell, if I sell you a radio for a hundred dollars, it costs me 70. By the time I ship it, pay people to do what they need to do. Uh, it's another 30 bucks at least. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I sell you a set of speakers for $100, I buy them for 50 mm. right? So okay. I pay that $30, and then I get to make some money at the end of it. So I'm like, all right, we need to figure out how to demonstrate this on YouTube. It's never been done before, okay? You can go and Google, or you can go and search on YouTube for speakers, and you'll have people that do reviews, but they'll just kind of talk about it. Oh, I like this because of this, and this and that. Yeah. But you don't actually listen to it. So we... We said, all right, what we're going to do is we're going to actually demonstrate these things. Got an expensive mic, put it in our showroom, and we would A-B these things against each other. Mm. And if you put a set of headphones on, you can hear the difference between the two. So like normally you go into breakers and you go, I want a, a set of speakers. Okay, listen to this. You you go into our room, our demo room, listen to this speaker. This one's a hundred bucks. Listen to this one. This one's 200 bucks. Listen to this one. This one's 300 bucks, right? And you go, okay, play that one again. Okay, play that one again. Can you play that one more time? Mm. And you're like, oh, I like those ones. Okay, I like the $200 ones, even better than the $300 ones, right? Okay. So on, on a video that we created, and these ones take an immense amount of time to do, <clears throat> is we set the microphone, we play some music <clears throat> on each of these, and different types of music on each of these, and then you're able, we timestamp them, and you can actually go and A-B-M, this one. Mm. This one. Wow, that's awesome. This, this one. And and you know, at first, I were like, is this even going to work? Yeah because will it translate through Will it, you know will people actually grab he- some headphones and actually take a listen yeah you know to it and they do yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they actually do and we have some of the our, our videos that have the most uh, views are the speaker videos
0: very cool man. yeah
1: so that's you know we want to we want to be able to the thing is with car audio it's always been a thing where you have to walk into the store kind of see what they have deal with the salesperson um Listen to this stuff and kind of figure out if this is the system that you want to do. And even then, it's like a question mark, right? Because you don't know if it's the system going to be put together right. And I think that's one of the biggest hurdles that we have in the car audio industry is like, okay, how do we, as an online company, how do we, how do we uh, make sure that we're giving the customers what they want, right? Because yeah, you can sell something, but if they're not happy, then what's the freaking point, right? If it's not what they wanted, if it doesn't meet their expectations, then what's the point? So how can we, you know demonstrate what these products can do so that they can make a a good informed decision yeah because if you buy you know a a pair of wheels and tires online you know what they're going to look like yeah (laughs) right you know what it is and even in your industry too you know you you know the the dress-up stuff your bolts you know what they look like right because you have great pictures online but with a a speaker it's an intangible
0: yeah for sure
1: it's not an intangible thing. It's an intangible uh, outcome. Because, okay, the speaker looks great, but how does it sound? Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to like it? And what I listen to is different than, like what I hear is different than what you hear. So I may think, and there's been, ever since day one, I go into a, uh, I go into a, uh, a demonstration in our demo room, non-biased. Because the moment I start to be biased, it's like they do the opposite. Because my, what I hear is different. Than what they hear like like listen to these These sound good listen to these these sound pretty good huh these sound better listen to these these are the best and they're like i like the second ones mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like what are you listening to because <laughs> they, they have a different taste they do they have a different taste and i think they they listen to things differently and they're looking yeah. for different things and we did an interview um with the uh ceo and the um, founder of a the company blam that i mentioned earlier okay and um he mentioned he did something that he mentioned something that i had never even thought about before and it's one of the reasons why the european companies have dominated the sector of um mids and highs and components right like i was saying earlier a lot of those companies come out of europe yeah well the culture listens to music differently and i had no idea Mm. That, that 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 was even happening i'm in the business 30 years no idea the first time i've ever heard it he explained it i'll explain it as best i can so he says he's a it's a he's a french guy and um he he says that it's called the french sounds what they're after and that's more into vocals so they're really into vocals and the warmness of the sound and the detail that the this that uh that the voice makes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well when singing i had no idea that that was that was even a thing, and then he goes, "We have a, uh, and our Japanese market is different. They like things really bright, really tinny. You know, and so we have products for Japanese. And the Americans, um, they like they like a lot of bass and they like loudness, mm-hmm. right? So, have you ever adjusted an EQ curve? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So the EQ, <clears throat> we'll try to explain this so you guys can visualize it. So on one side is the bass, Mm -hmm. and one side is the treble, and in the middle is the mids, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm going to ask you, so when you adjust your EQ curve, what does it look like normally?
0: It's um, treble high, Mm -hmm. and then it all tapers down, and then everything else is controlled by the sub. Right, okay. The bass is controlled by the sub, sub, yeah. Right.
1: So he says Americans like a lot of bass and a lot of treble, and when they adjust their EQ, it looks like that, Mm. right? And I was like, yeah, I never knew that I never like that's how I when I adjust an EQ I automatically do like the smiley face mm, okay gotcha. right and then if they've got a lot of bass you're right then I'll turn that down a little bit because we don't want to overkill the bass yeah for sure right but but that's how they listen to music and I had no idea that that was the way that people from different countries listen to music so with that being said you know People listen to music differently. And what I think sounds good, you may not sound good. So we said, how can we demonstrate this in a video? And we've done a pretty good job doing that.
0: Very cool, dude. That's Mm -hmm. awesome, man. Um, I know you guys got to get out of here, dude. It was awesome having you in here. Yeah, thanks for having us. uh, Just being able to pick your brain about the business, man. I I wish you guys the best. And I, I hope that you hit that goal. Yeah, man. You know, and uh, maybe we could get some Downstar products inside there. Yeah, for sure. That's, the, those that's hoods kinda... are pop, dude. When you guys are putting <laughs> that fuse in, we're like, yeah, hey, yeah. we can put some of these bolts on right here.
1: No, for sure, man. Yeah, I'd love to have you guys' products um, on our website for Thank sure. It for definitely that. goes in with uh, our demographic.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So before we get out of here, um, let me get both of you guys' uh, social medias once again, um, and then the YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. So the YouTube channel is Breakers Stereo and Performance. Okay. Uh, our TikTok is breakers.stereo. Okay. And our Instagram is also Stereo and performance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. And, and you, Sal, once again?
3: It's my personal Sal X A and G. Okay. My business is A and G Video Works. I love
0: it, man. All right, cool, guys. And um, just but, but last thing that came to my mind, I have the M8, like I was telling you. Mm-hmm. I would like the sound to be louder. Is, do they sell some, like sort of piggyback interface that you could put in that, that you could get more uh, volume out of it. On which vehicle? Uh, the, the BMW, the M8.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So you have a, a, a Harman Kardon system probably, right? Yes. Yeah, it's an M8, so it has to have that. Okay, so what's, <clears throat> excuse me, what's complicated about your vehicle is you've got lots of speakers in there. Right? Mm-hmm. So you've got a center speaker, you got uh, speakers on the uh, the pillar, you have speakers on the door, you have speakers underneath the seat, mm-hmm. um, and then speakers in the back, also with the components. Okay. And uh, the other thing is you have a Harman Kardon system in there, which is a, um, a very complex system. Mm. But, 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 <laughs> there's a company um, uh, out of Europe, again, uh, called Helix, mm-hmm. and they make pretty much plug and play solutions. Mm. Or vehicles like yours, we're actually going to be working on. I want to say it's also an M8. My daughter called me, one of my good friends, um, Ben Goldman, bought a brand new uh M series, mm-hmm. and he's like you, he just wants more volume. So, we're ordering him in uh, at the Helix, I want to say it's a Helix 12, and there's a an, uh, Harman Kardon adapter for that, so we can put that basically put that Helix amplifier, which is going to be like over two times the amount of power that you have mm. at a Harman Kardon, and it's going to be plugged play right so what's important for bmw guys is that you can't cut anything up right because it'll just void the warranty i mean it literally says it i think on the windshield there's a sticker that says if you tamper with this your warranty warranty is void and bmw is the worst when it comes to uh, (laughs) to warranty stuff i mean literally they're the worst because as soon as they they see something and and for me it was hard for me to understand because i was like i've had gotten calls and i we've got friends at you know steve thomas over here down the street and we we have a few bmws And my my daughter brought her car in, and uh, my guy Travis is like, yo, I can't scan this thing. Um, You're going to have to take this out. And I was like, it has nothing to do with what's going on because I put an amplifier in it. Mm. And he goes, I know, but I can't scan it.
0: Yeah, once they plug it in, it sends it to Germany. Right. And they flag it.
1: Yeah. So he goes, you have to put that one, put your original one back in. And I was like, "I, I I didn't know that. I know you guys were sticklers about it, but I had no idea that you actually hook it up to the... You know the computer, and it, it does all this diagnosis, yeah. and it senses something that's not original. But what's great about this company is they know that, so it literally unplugs, and you can plug your original back in. Mm-hmm. So when you need it serviced, right, you just go back, pop the, it's in the trunk, mm-hmm. pop a panel, unplug the uh, aftermarket now plug in your original amplifier, and then go get it serviced.
0: Wow. So what does something like that run?
1: That when it's all done, said, tuned, and everything, it's like $2,500. Okay, mm-hmm. got you. So it's not, but that's not, I mean, okay, if a guy has a, a, a you know, you're not spending $2,500 on your Altima, you're yeah. spending $2,500 on your M8. Yeah, that's <laughs> not, spend not it that big of Ultima, a deal. I'll just
0: buy another Altima. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. So it is like at face value, you go, oh, it's kind of a lot, but and you know, relative to the vehicle, you yeah, have, for sure, for that, sure, it's not that much, dude.
0: <laughs> Awesome, bro. Maybe I'm gonna have to swing by yes, one day. Sure. Check out mm-hmm. what you guys got. Mm-hmm. But um, dude, thank you guys for coming. Absolutely I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. So, guys, thank you for listening. Um, we'll have everything listed below. Go check out breakers. I want to post up that video. Yeah, I want to I wanna see what you're working with, Sal. And <laughs> uh, yeah, man, thank you guys for listening. Once again, this is Downtime with Downstar, episode 233, and we out. Peace. Peace.